Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. For those interested in additional resources or services, such as the weekly planners, online planners for Chrome or Outlook, keynotes, live training, coaching, or certification, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. Now, when you listen to an episode that resonates with you, we invite you to share it with your family, friends, and team members so that they can experience the same type of motivation and results in their lives. Also, if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. It works on Apple, Stitcher, Google, or whatever platform you're using so that you can get a new podcast reminder each week. Now sit back, let's get started, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome back to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. You know, we've done a lot of interviews. I think we're approaching episode 400, over a million views or listens now. We've done a lot of interviews and there have been some awesome guests on our podcast, shared some great insights and and just uh, some amazing ideas. Every once in a while, we'll do a podcast that is a paradigm shifter. In other words, it really does shift a paradigm. It's more than just a few tips here or there. It's one of those that is really an awakening of the mind saying, wait, I've never even considered that before. And I'm confident that today's podcast will be exactly that. It'll be one of those that is a paradigm shifter and really a game changer. It's going to cause you to think, I guarantee that. And it's going to open up maybe some new things that you haven't thought about before. And so we have on our show today, one of my dear friends who we've become just great friends through the years, Brad Nelson. Some of you may be familiar with him. For others, this may be a new name. He's the author of The Emotion Code. And I just got to say as a side note, he loves to fly. So as if he wasn't cool enough already, he's a pilot, loves to fly, <laughs> you know, has his own plane and goes all over. I think we were just talking and he's heading to Cozumel after he goes to Austin. And so we have that connect as well. You know, anyone who flies is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He's been married for 42 years. He has eight children, six grandchildren, and he's built a global movement that has positively impacted thousands of lives around the world. And I think you're going to get a sense of not only how impactful this has been globally, and this is just expanding it exponentially with the release of his new book, The Body Code, which we're here to talk about. I think you're going to get a sense of how powerful and impactful this could be in your own life as you listen to this. And so without further ado, let me introduce my dear friend, Brad Nelson. So Brad, welcome to the show. Well, Rob, it's really great to be here finally at last on your show. Uh, thanks for having me on. Thank you, Brad. And, and again, I, I'm confident this is going to be one of those podcasts that people point back to and say, you know, that that was a game changer for me. That really caused me to think and look at things in a different way. Before we jump into the body code and how this all came about, you know, I gave a very brief introduction, just what an amazing person and friend you are. Maybe you can give our listeners just a little bit more of a background, first of all, on you as a person before we jump into the body code and everything around that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I grew up in uh, Great Falls, Montana. My first introduction to healing was rather dramatic. I was uh, seven years old and I was really sick with the measles. I had overheard my parents talking and I knew the plan was I was going into the hospital the next day and they were putting me into something called an oxygen tent, which I had no idea really what that was. The tent part sounded kind of fun to my seven-year-old brain, but I was way too sick to think about camping. My parents made a bed for me upstairs in the living room so I could be near their room. And this night, everybody had gone to bed and my parents came into the room and my mother said to my father, she said, honey, will you kneel down and say a prayer for our boy so he'll be able to get well? So they did. They knelt down by the side of the couch. My dad starts offering this prayer. And in the middle of this prayer, something happened 
that started at the top of my head and it went through my body to the soles of my feet and I was instantaneously healed. And I held my tongue. I didn't want to interrupt my dad because he was still praying, but it didn't take long. He was done. And I said, I'm better. I'm better. And they said, okay, honey, that's fine. Go back to sleep. You know, or you're going into the oxygen. <laughs> but that event is really seared into every particle of my being. I mean, uh, to go from being really sick one moment to being totally healthy in the next instant is just so bizarre, so crazy, unusual that you, you can't forget it. And I remember like it happened yesterday and it was a long time ago. So that taught me a couple of things. It taught me that there's definitely a higher power that we can ask for for help. There's also something that's unusual about healing, that healing doesn't necessarily have to take a long time because it can happen instantly. And it did happen that way to me. So I kind of filed those things away. So about seven years later, I ended up with kidney disease and it was kind of mm. terrifying. I would get these horrific pains that would just knock me to the ground. They would come out of the blue. My parents took me to the hospital. They ran tests on me. They said I had kidney disease. I found out later that my parents were told it was about 50-50, whether I'd survive or not, but there wasn't anything they had to offer. So my folks took me to see some all-time holistic doctors that practice out on the edge of town in a trailer house in the middle of a wheat field. <laughs> a far cry from this clinic that I had just been in, where obviously all the money was. But now I'm in this clinic and these people start working on me right away. I can feel my body responding. Immediately, these pains started to, to recede and the frequency and the, and the severity started to lessen. And within about three weeks, I didn't have any more pain at all. And so my folks took me back to the hospital and they ran all the tests again. And they said, oh, that's a spontaneous remission or whatever we did must have helped. But I knew that it was these people in the trailer house. They were the ones that had helped me. Hmm. And so to my 13-year-old brain, I thought, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to help people because they'd helped me. And I thought if I need to practice in a trailer house out on the edge of town in the middle of a muddy wheat field, well, that seemed to me at 13 to be the natural habitat of doctors who got results, right? <laughs> so fast forward a few more years, I got involved in computers. I discovered computer programming, became a computer programmer. I had a business called the Computer Tutor back mm -hmm. in the early 80s. I'd go into people's businesses and they'd have a computer sitting there like this big paperweight because there was no software for anything. So I would write the software. And that was really fun. And I thought I was going to do that for the rest of my life. And then one day, my father asked me this question kind of out of the blue. He said, are you sure that you don't want to go to chiropractic school? It seems like a great career. And you've always wanted to do that because these holistic healers, I, for years, I thought they were chiropractors. They were actually old-time osteopathic doctors. Hmm. And I said, no, I'm going this other direction. I'm getting my MBA and I'm going to go into business and computers. And so why don't you think about it one more time? So I did. Having learned there's a higher power that you can ask for help, I prayed and got a very powerful answer that that's what I was supposed to do. So when I got into practice, I felt like God had gotten me into this. And so maybe he would help me. So what I would do, I had this habit that I developed. And before I'd go to work on a patient, I had this, this little habit where I would just pause for a moment and just ask for help. I uh, just say, Father in heaven, please help me to help this patient and figure out what they really need in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And that's what I would do silently. This was a totally private habit, totally personal. Nobody ever knew that I was doing this. <laughs> that I was praying for them, but I was. Yeah. And there were times during those years when in response, in answer to that silent prayer, information would sometimes just flood in like an avalanche uh, of understanding and perception. And it was, it was amazing. That didn't happen very often. I mean, I can count those times and 
two decades on one hand. But I learned some really powerful things. I was obsessed with figuring out what was really wrong with my patients. I wanted to know why they were having migraines, why they couldn't conceive a child, why they had asthma or digestive problems or depression or whatever it was. And I learned early on as a computer programmer, when I went to chiropractic school, I can remember my instructors saying things like, brain is the most amazing computer in the known universe. And I would sit there and think, wait, the brain's a computer, huh? I'm a computer programmer. Will we ever have the technology to be able to tap into the subconscious mind, the brain, and get information out of it? Could we ever, will we ever be able to ask it questions? Because it should know what's going on in the body. It's creating millions of new cells every minute, and it's creating all these chemical reactions and running everything. It should know. And I, I used to wonder, will we ever have that technology? And that, my friend, is exactly what the body code is, is exactly what the emotion code is. Because during those years, I figured out how to tap in to the subconscious mind, how to ask questions and get answers from the subconscious mind. And so we all have two minds. We've got this conscious mind, which is where we do interviews like this and have our relationships and spend all of our waking hours. But when we go to sleep, that conscious mind shuts down. And what's left? The subconscious, which is always there running things. And it is vastly, vastly more intelligent than our conscious mind. I mean, it's a level of intelligence that I believe is really beyond our ability to comprehend. Mm. We've barely begun to scratch the surface. Uh, you know, they say that every cell in the body is equivalent in complexity to a, an aircraft carrier with thousands of people on board working at their individual jobs and with electronic countermeasures and radar and jets on the ramp with their engines spooled up, ready to take off. That's a single cell, and we have about 37 trillion of those. Mm, yeah. And yet, they say that if you could remove all the empty space in the bodies of every single person on Earth, you could fit everybody in the whole entire world into a box the size of a sugar cube. Yep. Hard to even visualize that, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it would be very crowded, but you could do it, <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> And what that points out, see, is the fact that we are beings of pure energy. We, we know that this is true. I mean, going back to Einstein, we know the body is really made of atoms and subatomic particles. And if you could zoom in on your hand past the level of the cells and the organelles and the molecules, and you eventually started to look at an individual atom, you'd see that the next atom is a long distance away and that there's nothing in the atom except just empty space and energy. We're literally beings of pure energy. These bodies of ours as solid as they seem to us, are really more of a force field than anything else. And it's amazing when you start to think about it and you start to realize that our life is really a, an ongoing miracle from one instant to the next instant all throughout our lives. And God has created these bodies for us and this experience for us. And we're here to learn, make choices, learn from our mistakes, right? Learn about consequences and, and choose light or dark or good or evil. So it's really, really interesting. There are divine reasons why we're here. Well, one of the things that I learned during all those years, asking my patients' subconscious minds questions about what they really needed and how to really fix them, that's what I was doing day in, day out, year after year after year. What I found was that the single biggest common denominator for all of my patients, no matter how young or old they were, no matter what kind of symptoms they were suffering from, whether it was physical pain or some other physical problem or some mental or emotional issue, 
depression, anxiety, phobias, panic attacks, PTSD, eating disorders, self-sabotage of all kinds. And when patients would come in with some kind of a named disease, I also would find that they had this same common denominator every single time. And what it was, was what you might call emotional baggage. And that's why I wrote this book, The Emotion Code, because I found that I developed this really simple process where anybody could find their own trapped emotional energy, their emotional baggage, and get rid of it. That's what's been driving the, this global phenomenon, really, of the emotion code. And you can see some of the languages the book's been translated to behind me. We've certified over 10,000 people now as emotion code practitioners so that they can do this for a living or so that they can really, really learn this and really own it. That's in 80 countries around the world. What happens is people, people try this, they read this book, they find out, oh my gosh, this actually does work. You know, grandpa's back pain is gone or <laughs> Susie's not depressed anymore. So the reality of it is, you know, you were talking about paradigm shifting and the paradigm that we've been operating under is really based on Newtonian physics and on the body as a machine. And that kind of came out of the industrial revolution. The body is a machine. It consists of all these separate little machines. And if a machine fails, you take it out and you remove it. And so that's, that's surgery. And a big way that we take care of ourselves also is uh, we've been in this model where if the body is having some kind of a check engine light that's turning on, which is maybe some kind of physical pain or some other kind of a symptom, well, we've tried millions of combinations of different petrochemical pharmaceutical drugs, and you can take this one. And this might help you to not feel that symptom anymore, but you're going to have to keep taking it because if the symptom, uh, if you stop taking the drug, the symptom is still going to be there. So what we're talking about, the paradigm that we're talking about is a new paradigm where we recognize the divine, incredible intelligence that is within these bodies of ours. And where instead of just throwing things at the body to see what sticks, we actually ask the computer inside, what is it that you really need, you see? And emotional baggage is, is a huge cause. Now, during those years, I found that there were other kinds of imbalances. And as a former computer programmer, you can probably imagine I always had a computer there. I'm kind of a nerd, right? I'm, there's always a computer sitting there as I'm working on patients. And as I would find new imbalances, what I would do is I would put them into this vast mapping system that I had created. It was kind of a mind map with multiple levels. And I was categorizing things all the time. And I could use that system to ask questions and find out what was wrong with my patients. And it became not more complex. It actually became easier as time mm -hmm. went on, which is unusual for most healing modalities because many healing modalities come out and they're simple at first, but then the ego of the developer gets involved and they become vastly more complex and unusable. And that's the ego that always wants to make things more complex. So anyway, I'll tell you what happened. This book originally came out, I self-published it in 2007. Meaning the emotion like code. For those that the emotion can't see code. the emotion code. Exactly. Right? Yep. yep. came out in 2007 as a self-published book. It was a different cover. It was soft cover. This is the new one that came out in 2019 with a forward you can see by Tony Robbins and some great endorsements from a lot of other really famous, popular people in this kind of the human development and natural healing realm. But anyway, what happened was in 2008, about a year after the emotion code came out, I woke up one morning and my mind was full of instruction. And the instruction was, you need to take everything you've learned about natural healing and put it into a self-study course and make it available to everyone everywhere. 
And that is the body code. And the body code is an app that you can download and use. And it's also now a book because all of the experiences that I had and everything that, um, that went into creating the body code really needed to be put into a book so that it could go out. So to give you an idea, you know, I had a, I had a different book here and it had the tabs I had put in. But anyway, I'll show you really quickly. I'll just make a comment here. So I've obviously yeah. seen the book. I have a copy here that, you know, one of the first copies. So kind of you to give that to me. And we've seen this app. Uh, Brad and his dear wife, Jean, went through this with my wife. We were just down at their house last week. And to your point of being simple, I love it. I love it because it's it's like a map. Anybody listening to this can relate, right? We've all been to a doctor, someone in the past where they may share an opinion, then go to a different doctor and they share a different opinion. And it's almost like they're just throwing darts. And it's just guessing in so many cases. And it's no slight against any doctor. I mean, there's there's certainly a place for everything, right? But so often it's just guessing. And one of the things that I love about this is that simple map that you talked about. And you're teaching people how to not only recognize and heal themselves, but the people around them as well. You mentioned, you know, 10,000 certified practitioners around the world. And that's what I love about the body code is you've taken something that could otherwise be so complex from a layperson's perspective, and you've made it so simple. In other words, go here. Okay. Yes or no. Then that takes you there and then there and next. And I just love the simplicity of of Brad. And I agree with you. I feel like it's inspired because it can help so many people around the world address issues that they would never otherwise find. So I just wanted to highlight yep. what you said there and, and reinforce that that's one thing that's so unique about this. There's nothing else like it in the world that is so simple to use that anybody can learn and they can identify things that otherwise most people would never find. Well, I, I've come to know and trust the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind or the spirit or whatever you want to call it within, within each one of us knows with a perfect understanding what's wrong with us really what our imbalances are, why we're having the symptoms that we're having, why our life isn't working, why we can't find love, why we can't make money, why we have depression or why we have pain or whatever it is, the subconscious knows. And so once you realize that, it becomes really simple. For example, here we go here in the body code, right in the middle, we have this map. In the body code book, we teach you what all of these imbalances are. These are the six imbalances that basically cause all of our problems. Mm. These, when you identify one of these by talking to the subconscious mind, that it might take you to another one. And there are then subcategories under that one. And it's complex, but in a very, very simple way. The body code itself, for example, uh, the app that's available on Google Play and the App Store and at our website at Discover Healing. And what's um, it called, by the way, Brad, so that people can search for that? It's called the body code app. Okay. So you can look for Discover Healing or you can look for the Body Code app. And of course, the book is available. It's got, it's all in color. You can see, and it basically explains, it explains the mystery really behind all of these things that we suffer from that we're clueless about. Why does dad have migraine headaches? Why can't Shirley uh, stop dating guys that are bad for her? Those answers lie within the subconscious mind. It knows. Why was mom diagnosed with cancer? Well, nobody knows. It's, it's just mysterious, but the subconscious mind knows. And so if you ask the subconscious mind and you start to address those, 
those underlying reasons for things, that's where the game really needs to be played, the game of healing. And not everybody heals from everything, right? I mean, there's nothing that's 100%. But if you think about it, in Western medicine, for example, there are lots of things that are considered to be unknown, of unknown origin. For example, I spent years, I'll, I'll share a story with you. I spent a lot of time working um, with patients that have been told there was really no hope for them at all. Some of those people had what we call fibromyalgia, which is where you get pain in the muscles all over the body and it has no known cause and there is no known cure, right? So these people are kind of hopeless. I spoke at a fibromyalgia support group meeting once at a hospital. There were about 50 people there. There's one woman that I noticed the whole time I spoke for about an hour was crying the whole time. She came into my office and she told me that uh, for 19 years, she'd had fibromyalgia and she'd seen nine different doctors during all those years. And all of them had told her that there was nothing that could be done. She had to take these drugs, et cetera. Now, if we look at the chart that I was showing you, the chart of those six imbalances, there are really six, again, six kinds of imbalances that cause all of our troubles. So take a look at this. She had imbalances in all these areas, and that's not unusual for somebody with some kind of a disease process. So here are pathogens. She had parasites. She had a number of different viral infections. She had trapped emotions. We had to release those. She had some other imbalances here. She had imbalances in most of the organs and glands of the body. We found those here. Her body was toxic. We found that here. She had nutritional deficiencies. We found those here. She had misalignments going on in various tissues and we found those here. And by doing whatever the body said needed to be done to address these underlying reasons for her symptoms, it might sound impossible, but I'm here to tell you within three weeks, she was completely out of pain, except for some arthritis right here, which she said, I can totally live with that. No big <laughs> right? So the beauty of this is, see, it's not, it's not that I can do it. It's not that I could do it when I was in practice. The beauty of this is that that really our father in heaven is bringing this healing work into the world. I just work here. It's not about me. It has nothing really to do with me, except that I was the little workaholic guy that God chose to bring this work into the world. And it's really all about you because the reality of it is, I believe that every man and woman and child in this world is born with a birthright. And that birthright is to be able to help themselves most of the time and heal themselves most of the time. There's always going to be a need for Western medicine. But this is the revolution that's taking place in this world is that people are finding out there's so much they can do for themselves and they don't necessarily have to go see a doctor. They don't necessarily need to go on some kind of drug. The Western medical model is always going to be there. People are always going to have accidents and traumatic things. And Western medicine is so great at those things. I mean, just unbelievable, right? But most of the time, most people don't need a drug. Most of the time, most people don't need some kind of surgery. They need to, to, to find the imbalances that are going on in their bodies and fix those. Maybe they've got some kind of low-grade infection going on. Maybe they've got emotional baggage. Maybe they have a nutritional deficiency. And so the body code gives us a map, like you were saying, to be able to very quickly zero in and find these things and then address them. And because the body ultimately is made of energy, the paradigm that we're moving now towards, and this, this has been going on now for over 100 years. I mean, Einstein said basically that the future of healing is going to be energy, uh, working with energy and balancing energy. People have been saying that since then. Now we're actually moving into that era, really, of human consciousness, where we're realizing that the Western medical model is great, but 
drugs and so on are really not the answer for everything. And that's what we thought. We've been thinking they're the answer for everything, but we're realizing, well, they're really not. That's what this is about. It's just uh, easy. Let me just share a thought there, Brad, to reinforce that. Isn't it true that so often when we get these, you know, whatever pharmaceutical it is, it's just masking a symptom? Usually that's the case. Yeah. You know, my wife and I, as we drove back from your place last week and after meeting together, we were having this conversation and, and we just thought it was really interesting. An analogy that we drew is in our culture, it's universally accepted to go to a doctor. Nobody has any qualms about going to a doctor, no. even a chiropractor. You know, the back's a little bit out of alignment. Let's go get adjusted. Nobody has any qualms about that. And yet, you know, there's a fair amount of skepticism in the world as soon as we start talking about energy and things like this. But I thought, and my wife and I were talking about this, why is it that we as humans have no issue going to a chiropractor and getting adjusted and acknowledging that a back can be out of alignment and it just needs some adjusting or a hip or whatever body part it is? Well, likewise, knowing that we're beings of energy, which nobody can dispute, that is a fact, right? We are beings of energy. Absolutely. Like you pointed out, mm-hmm. atoms, protons, neutrons, mm-hmm. if you get down to that level. So if we're beings of energy, wouldn't it also make sense that sometimes those can get out of alignment? <laughs> and sometimes there are things like that. So if we have no issue going to a chiropractor to get a, a spine adjusted, why wouldn't it make total sense that certainly energy can get out of alignment and that things can move out of place and it would make sense that we would want to get that back in alignment. And there's yeah. this whole realm out there that, like you said, is just on the cusp of being discovered. And you're really at the front of that. And so that's why I'm encouraging people to get the body code. Hey, if we're a little skeptical, that's okay. Great. Rather yeah. than ignore it, let's lean in and see what this might be about. Well, I, I think that we are really on the verge of the most exciting time in the history of mankind, <clears throat> as far as healing goes. And as far as really beginning to understand who we really are in this world. Typically when you're born, you start being lied to from day one, almost right. And we start learning all these things that we can't do. And we learn how things are done and they're done this way because my grandma did them that way. It reminds me of the story where this woman was watching a friend make a roast and she, she cut off part of the roast and threw it away. And her friend said, well, why, why do you do that? And And she said, well, I don't know. My grandma taught me this way. And her grandma happened to be there. And she said, well, I did it that way because my pan wasn't big enough. So these weird kind of fixed ideas come down through time. I mean, modern medicine was born really on the battlefield in the Civil War and in the World Wars. And it was developed around this idea that we call heroic measures. And that means that you know, if you're a soldier and a cannonball comes along and takes off your leg, you better hope that your doctor does heroic measures on you right now, because otherwise you're going to die. And so in Western medicine, we we tend to focus on external causes of disease and on dramatic intervention, right? And on symptom suppression, which we use you know, drugs to do. But really there, there's a whole nother paradigm now that's coming up and coming out and people are voting with their feet. And I'll tell you something, it's sadly to me, confidence in Western medicine right now is at the lowest ebb that I, I think it's ever been, at least in, in my lifetime, 20%, they say, of all the doctors and nurses have left medicine because, yeah. because of you know, what they've seen that's gone on with COVID and so on. So it's really interesting where we are, but um, it's inevitable that we move to this new understanding because it's based on truth, the truth about who we are, that we're divine, that we have this spirit, intelligence, the subconscious mind, whatever you want to call it within us, that is vastly intelligent, that knows the answers. So it's as simple as 
asking for those answers and doing what the subconscious mind says. And it worked so well for me. I mean, during the last 10 years of my practice, especially most of the people that I saw, I've been told there was really no hope for them. And yet the vast majority of them were able to get better with just a couple of exceptions. This is something that you just need to open your mind to, because if, if you stay stuck in the Western medical model, then you're limited to drugs and surgery, pretty much. That's what's in that model. And those certainly are needed at times, but maybe there's something else going on. Yeah. And hopefully anyone listening to this, again, maybe you're familiar with Brad and you're like, man, this is awesome. This is just reinforcing what I already have known and thought about. Maybe this is a whole new concept to you. But really, if we step back and think about it, I hope your mind has just been going to say, this makes sense. This feels right. In other words, hey, if I get in an accident and break a bone, I need to go to the emergency room and get a cast, right? There's a place for that. Something like that happens. There's certainly a place. Yet there's this whole other side that we're talking about in our subconscious mind, our brain, and what's happening within us, not to mention the divine beings that we are and the spirit that's within us. And that traditional drug, surgery, whatever it is, so often ignores that whole side of it. So I think what my hope is anyway, is that anybody listening to this will at least open our minds potentially say, wait a second, what about that spirit? What about that subconscious mind and the power of it? And to your point, Brad, it knows it's running so many things of our body all at once. It knows what's going on. And it's just a matter of tapping into that, which is a whole new frontier. And this is why I love the body code. There's just nothing like it in the world that allows us to put a map on that new frontier. And I'm sure that this is going to continue to evolve. I know you're working on the healing code, some other things coming down the road in the future. But for right now, the body code is incredible and it builds on the emotion code in a whole new way that wasn't even available 10 years ago. Is that correct in saying that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, again, you know, I I was told, I didn't come from my mind. I was told, take everything you have learned and make it available to everybody. And so that's, that's really what this is. You can learn the body code method from the book. We couldn't possibly put everything into the book or it would have been four books thick. In other words, if we'd taken everything that's in the app and put it into the book, it would have just been, it would have been untenable. But what we did is we took kind of the greatest hits, okay? The things that are most commonly found with people and we put them into the body code. So there are exercises in here where you can actually find things and fix things that might be going on. Our whole purpose here and our whole goal is to teach people how this works and actually give them the ability to use it and have some success. That's the whole point. It's exciting. It's really, it's, it's really exciting for me to have it finished. Mainly it's not just to have it done project, hasn't it? It's so huge. So huge. It's just great to have it done. (laughs) And, you know, and, and I'll just say this too, Brad, when we were down at your place last week and I mentioned that Brad and Jean were able to take my wife through the body code and even myself, I've been through it several times. They they've done it. And it's just amazing the difference in feeling, you know, it's so real. It, when you experience it, you're like, wow, there's really something to that. And I've always been a believer in that. So it's very natural for me, but it's awesome to see it actually work. My wife's like, oh man, all of that tension that was in my heart is gone. That, that constricting feeling in my chest gone. And it was just yeah. such a great drive home after a visit. And so what I love about this, Brad, is you're empowering anybody yeah. to learn how to do this themselves. They don't have to go somewhere else, though they can. They can always find a certified practitioner, but you're teaching a person how to do this themselves, right? Yes, exactly. So that you can do this yourself. You you know, you can help your own kids, your own parents, uh, your grandpa, your grandma, your brother, your sister, your siblings, whatever. As you do that, you might find that uh, 
this is actually really amazing. And you might decide you want to actually become certified and get trained and you can. We have a certification pathway. We have certification in the emotion code. That's level one. Level two is body code. Level three is going to be belief code. And then level four will be healing mastery. But you start at the emotion code. And all that information is available at discoverhealing.com. The book's available at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever books are sold. Uh, it's available on audio too, of course, through audible.com. Yeah, so let me just clarify that. My wife, for example, wants to get certified. So someone that wants to go that route and really get a lot deeper into it, there's a level one certification, which is the emotion code, and then the body code, which takes it up a step. So if someone wants to go that route, where would you suggest they start? Should they start by reading the emotion code or should they start by reading the body code first? Oh, well, you know, either way, the books are kind of designed to be standalone. We include the understanding about the emotion code. It's in here because the emotion code is part of the body code. So you couldn't go wrong either way. The body code is is new and it's got lots of great information in it. I think I'd recommend this one, but I'm really proud of both of them. They're both really good. <laughs> they are. And so I would recommend, you know, for a listener that is serious about this and says, you know, I want to learn a little bit more about this. I would probably second what you said, Brad. I'd say start with the body code yeah. because so much of the emotion code is wrapped in it. And I just love the graphics. And for those that are listening rather yeah. than watching this, you know, I'm looking through this and the graphics and the mapping and the pictures are so simple and easy to follow. So I would agree. I'd suggest starting with the body code and then reading the emotion code second. And for those that want to go down the certification path, you can easily pursue that as well. So one more time, Brad, how does someone find the book? You can go to amazon.com and you can pre-order the book there or Barnes and Noble. And um, I think if, if you have another favorite uh, bookseller, it should be available really everywhere. It comes out February 21st, about a week from uh, today. Of course, it's also going to be available on the 21st of February uh, through uh, audible.com. You should be able to get it at your local bookstore as well. Awesome. So by the time this is released, everybody should be able to get it. It's physically going to be available, which is exciting. So Brad, any final thoughts for our listeners before we wrap up? This has been so good just to hopefully expand people's minds as to what's happening. What's out there? What are some possibilities that most people haven't even considered before? So I really appreciate you being here. Any parting thoughts that you'd like to share? Think about the world that we're in right now. Think about what's going on. Think about all the turmoil that's going on in the world. I'm here to tell you that that we're not here alone. We're here for divine reasons and that uh, we have a father above us, loves us. He's God, the creator. We're all brothers and sisters, truly, in in a very literal way. And I believe that what's happening now is that that, uh, our father is giving us these tools so that we can help ourselves and we can start to get out of our own way and we can start to be able to give more love and feel more love so that we can start to step back into the people that we were intended to be when we first got here. That's what this is about. And also, you know, there are divine reasons why we're here, but if we're sick and we've got some kind of physical or mental or emotional ailment, it becomes really difficult for us to make any progress. And so it's a very special, very sacred thing to be able to help someone to recover their health or get over their depression or anxiety or whatever it is. And these tools are just completely natural, non-toxic, non-harmful ways to find the actual underlying root causes of these kinds of problems, whatever they might be. And delete those underlying causes or correct those or fix those or address those. And then the result of that is that all kinds of things get better. We don't sell the emotion code or the body code as a cure for anything, 
But what they are is a way to find the underlying imbalances that tend to finally present as symptoms for us or that are stopping us from really being able to achieve our our destinies in this world. And we have we have work to do. God needs us to be healthy. He needs us to be clear of our emotional baggage so that we can hear his voice better. It's all about that. I just love that, Brad. I don't even want to stop. I want to keep talking here. (laughs) But let's go back to the analogy we used earlier. You know, we go into the doctors. I've got a really strong pain in my arm. I think I may have broken my bone. They do an x-ray. Sure. They look at it and say, oh yeah, it is or it isn't. That's the traditional approach we're used to. Yet so many things that people across the world are dealing with, and we all have things, right? Everybody has something, whether it's a pain in the hip, whether it's something in the organ, whether it's just a brain fog or anxiety, depression, or whatever. Everybody has something. Sure. And how often are we just dealing with it, enduring? And I just don't feel like we're here to endure that, you know, we can actually find joy. We can find happiness and our body's ready to speak to us. Our mind is ready to speak to us. And more importantly, our spirit and God. Yeah. And I totally believe that, Brad. And what, again, I'm just going to reiterate this one more time. What you've done is created kind of like an x-ray machine process. In other words, we put the arm under an x-ray. We see if it's broken or not. Yeah. Here, what we have in the body code is a map to follow. And it's a map to tap into that approach. And I don't know if that's a good analogy or not, but for me, it makes a lot of sense that here's a diagnostic tool that we can use to tap into what's ready to speak to us, that energy, our body, our spirit, and God, and, and that we can find things that are going on. Yeah. And the, the beauty of it is, is really truly that anyone can do this. In fact, the youngest, the youngest person that we know of that was using the body code successfully was only five years old, little girl in Mexico. Wow. Yeah. She would use her mom's iPad and she loved to just touch the big images. And then she'd go to her mom and say, mommy, daddy has this. And she was pretty much always right, I guess. Wow. That's awesome. Well, Brad, your dear friend, thank you so much for joining us today. I, I'm confident this has been eye-opening for a lot of people listening. And I encourage you to go out and get the book, The Body Code, read it, see what you think. You know, it's one of those things where nothing to lose, everything to gain, right? Absolutely. And, and so see what happens and, and open up the possibility to this whole other world that we know exists. And and see what impact it might have in your personal life and especially those around you. Brad, any final thoughts before we wrap up? No, not really. I mean, I would just say, uh, get the book, check it out and see what you think. A mind that is stretched to a new limit, they say, will never regain its original shape. And that's always a good thing to get your mind stretched. Oh, I love it. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Brad. Sure love and appreciate you, my friend. Thank you, Rob. And to all of our Ditto. listeners around the world. Thank you for joining us today. Go get the body code, read it, see what you think, see what impact it might have in your life. And we'll see you back here on the next episode. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Becoming Your Best podcast. If there was something in this podcast that you felt would be helpful for a family member, a friend, or even a coworker, we invite you to share this podcast with them now while you're thinking about it. Also, remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Now, for additional resources and tools, such as how to join our monthly peak performance coaching program, or how to get certified as a trainer or coach, or schedule a workshop or keynote, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. So thank you for listening and have a wonderful day and a great week.